1: Welcome into to this first episode of 2024. Happy New Year to you. It is Steven Diener back with you finally on a new episode of UAP, the Unidentified Alien podcast. Happy New Year to you. Hopefully you enjoyed the holidays and it's great to be back with you, especially on this very special new episode. And I, I thought this was a good way to, um, to kick off the new year. I, I really wanted to kick off 2024 with a bang because... I I truly believe, I feel it in my gut that this year is going to be um, quite interesting. And I think it's going to have a lot of activity and we're going to have a lot of things to discuss in this year 2024 when it comes to the UAP discussion. And um, I have a feeling that we're we're all going to see some things this year. So I am looking forward to covering it all with you, but I wanted to start off this year, like I said, with a bang and I couldn't think of any other way better to do that then with a surprise special episode with none other than Snooki from the Jersey Shore. Yes, that's right. Nicole Polizzi, you know her better as Snooki. And shout out to her because she reached out uh, to me on Twitter. Gosh, I don't know. What was it? I guess during the summer last year in 23 where she said she's a fan of the show and she tagged me in there. I told everybody to go listen to the show. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know, what a really nice thing to do. And also I was just honored. I'm like, well, shoot, that's awesome that she's a fan of the show. It's really cool to see. So we've been communicating behind the scenes, messages back and forth, saying, hey, you know, let's try to work out a time. We'd love to have you on the show. Very knowledgeable. She's very knowledgeable in this uh, conversation, knows a lot about everything that are going on, um, you know, when it comes to the conversations surrounding UAP and disclosure and all the stories out there. So I thought it'd be pretty cool to have her on the show. And... Finally, luckily, we were able to coordinate our schedules amazingly, really, almost like a mini miracle that we were able to coordinate our schedules and have Snooki, uh, Nicole Polizzi on the show here today. So we have a lot to cover and a lot to talk about. Very excited to have her on to start off the new year. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on. I think people are going to be shocked by uh, some of the things you have to say here today.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. You literally are my favorite UAP Alien UFO podcast. Um, you know, I listen to a ton because I'm just obsessed and I love to go down the rabbit hole. But you are definitely my number one.
1: Oh, stop it. Come on. Now you're just saying that. You're just trying to be nice. No,
0: for real. You know it. And then I saw you on Twitter. So I followed you on Twitter and that's how I DM'd you. And we started talking um how's that how's your twitter hate going
1: <laughs> <laughs> i actually just got some new hate it's it's been very exciting actually Oh
0: yeah. see that means you made it
1: <laughs> that's right uh, well we're, we're trying anyway actually I, I wanted to start there i'm glad you brought that up because um well first off you're really knowledgeable on on this discussion on this topic so we are like you said kind of like going down the rabbit hole we're going to go down some of those things here today and just kind of have like a fun discussion about it really looking forward to getting your point of view on it um, but I want to ask you first, really, or kind of tell the story from my end. You mentioned how, you know, you found the UAP podcast, you started listening, you found me on Twitter. And so the experience for me, I just wanted to kind of get, tell you the story. I'm just, you know, on Twitter, I'm scrolling through, checking things, you know, writing notes, things like that, getting ideas for shows and everything. And all of a sudden I get this notification that Nicole, Nicole Pelizzi, and it says Snooky follows you on Twitter. I'm like. Well, it's got to be like some type of fan account. Like, why? Why would Snooki follow me on Twitter? (laughs) That's what what I'm thinking. And sure enough, there you are. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty nuts. Okay, cool. This is awesome. And then a couple days later, you see you give me a shout out and you tweet out the show and say how great it is, how much you love it. I'm like, this is wild. And my phone started blowing up. I'm like, this is insane. So. Thank you for that. I've been meaning. I've been wanting to say that. Thanks for uh, that initial shout out and for drawing attention to the show because it's, uh, it's been amazing. So thanks for that.
0: No. Yeah. I feel like everyone, uh, you know, if they watch the show, you don't watch the, the show. When you think of Snooki, you think of, like, oh, that little short party girl that just drinks, and she's an idiot. But my real self, when I'm not filming, you know, I have three kids, I'm a wife, and I'm just a nerd of, like, all these things, like the paranormal. Like, I've always been very intuitive. Um, I just opened my third eye, like, a couple of years ago, so I can, like, feel nice, spirits, nice. I can do all that stuff. So I think that's why I've, I have had so many experience with UFOs. Mm. Um and I just believe in all that stuff. And nobody knows that about me. Like, I don't really talk about it. Um, so it's nice to be able to, you know, just, just talk about it and talk about our experiences and learning more about, like, what's happening in the world with it. And, you know, people not being, um, not honest, but, you know, like, all the whistleblowers coming out now. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to eventually all come out, which is so exciting for me. Um, and of course all of you and your listeners. So yeah, I'm a part of your group.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad to have you for sure. So let me ask you that actually. I wanted first off, I, you know, I, I feel, um, well privileged, honestly, that you feel comfortable enough to come on and talk about these things that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's vulnerable for somebody in your position. You're in the public eye and, you know, for, for someone like yourself to come out and talk about these things, you know, you might knowing that you might get the side eye from people. It, does that make you nervous to talk about this stuff?
0: No, because I get the side eye anyway. People are so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it all day. But I, just, I don't know. I guess I just didn't have the platform to talk about it, you know, because when I do interviews or I go places and, you know, I'm promoting my things and everything, no one's asking me about aliens. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, this is a first.
1: So with, with that, I mean, what do you think about the stigma? You know what I mean? When just when it comes to the overall – view from society you know whenever you hear i'm sure you've seen it you know whenever there's like some type of news story about ufos or something or aliens they kind of poke fun at it they might play like the x files theme and the news anchors will have a good laugh about it and there's still kind of like that stigma not as much as there used to be but there's still that stigma out there where people like i said you kind of get the side eye like people looking like you you believe in all that stuff like what what do you say about that what's what's your opinion there
0: well, I think they're very naive and freaking ignorant. I know you don't like to swear on the show, so I'm not going to swear. <laughs> if I do, you can bleep me out.
1: That's all right.
0: No, yeah, but um, it's just, it's so naive to think that, you know, in the universe and there's billions of galaxies that we don't even know about. It's infinite. It goes on forever and ever that we're the only planet with life. It's just so stupid. So when people, you know, when you talk about aliens and like, Um, you know, what they look like. I mean, you know, saying there's green men walking around. Yeah, that's silly because they're not green. I mean, some, well, reptilians are, but, Mm. um, you know, people are just very naive. And I feel like everything that's coming out and, you know, the government saying, yeah, like, you know, we were in contact with them. We have evidence of them. Um, I feel like now people are like, okay, it's gotta be something.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think there is more awareness. And I think just the overall year of 2023 really helped with that. Um, what was your oh, totally. like with David Grush, you know, when he came out and spoke to Ross Coldhart and spoke in front of Congress, what, what was your reaction to that? Were you able to really take all that in? Cause I know you have a busy schedule of your own.
0: Oh no, I was waiting for that day. I was so <laughs> excited. So I was in my office, like glued to the TV, like staring at it. Um, because you know, I always watch like ancient aliens and all these documentaries and, you know, constantly on YouTube, just watching, um, you know, things about UFOs, abductions, all this stuff, the government cover-ups and everything. So the fact that this actually happened and it was a thing, and then no one freaked out about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the hell? I was like, this is huge. And the fact that, like, nobody was, like, excited about it or freaking out about it except me. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, no, this, is, know, this is monumental.
1: You're so right. And that's something that... I was trying to figure out myself. It's like, no one's really paying attention. Well, I mean, there were some reports about it, but you would think it would have grown yeah. up, right? And it just- so, yeah, it,
0: like, no. I feel like no one cared. No one, like, I feel like if COVID didn't happen, I feel like COVID really just made people not care about anything anymore. Because mm. when COVID happened, it was kind of like the apocalypse a little bit because everyone had to stay inside their house. You didn't know if you were going to die or not. It was very scary. Mm. Um, So I feel like that really just, that ruined it for us because if COVID never happened, and they did that. I feel like it would be a more crazier reaction, but nowadays, like it's it's, it's just like nobody can be surprised. It'd be like, yep, yeah, that happened.
1: I think you're kind. Of, I think you're right. Like it kind of numbed us as a society. Yeah, like desensitized us. Humble. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Snooky here joining us, of course, on UAP. So happy to have her because I. I wanted to ask you this, um, you know, you mentioned to me a little bit through like direct messaging, you've had your own experiences with UFOs and sightings and things like that. So if you mm-hmm. don't mind, where did all that kind of start for you where you had an experience? Where you're like, okay, there's, there's something up here then. And, and it piqued your interest.
0: Well, even at a young age, I always was like looking in the sky. I was obsessed with the stars and I was like, am I like a star child? Like what is happening? Mm-hmm. Cause now I know. <laughs> I was just like obsessed with the stars. I made my mom get this like huge telescope. I think I was like 10 and I would just be out there like looking up in the sky. Like I wanted to know everything about it. And my school had a, um, how, what's it called? I can't think of it. Um, where they have the stars. It's like, Oh, planetarium. Right. Right. right, Right? Planetarium. Yeah. So my, my high school had that. So I was like so excited to get into that class Um, But like I've always been intuitive And like when my grandfather died when I was 10 I felt him and he was Mm. like always around So like I'm very sensitive to these things Like the paranormal and stuff like that But like always obsessed with the stars So I think I was like 13, 14 And I grew up in upstate New York So I don't know if you know this But Pine Bush area um, Like just in, in general The Hudson Valley is known for like UFO sightings Oh Um, yeah, it's like one of the biggest in the the, uh, East coast. So I don't know. I just feel like I would always see things. And then one day it was like a clear day, no clouds in the sky, just like nice and blue. And I was in the pool and, you know, I was just laying back relaxing. And then all of a sudden I just feel drawn to like looking up at the certain spot and I see a little white speck and, I know it's not a plane because it's not really moving. It's just, like, standing there. And then it starts jiggling. So mm. it's, like, it's kind of like you're trying to focus on something, like, with your camera, but it starts jiggling a little bit. So it's jiggling back and forth, back and forth. And then it would move quick to another spot, jiggle, 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 do it again. And it would it, it was there for a good, like, 10 minutes. And I feel like I was trying to, like, talk to it, like, hi. Like, I see you. Huh. Um, and then all of a sudden it just disappeared. Like, boom, away. So I was like, oh, that was definitely an alien. Um, so that happened. Wow. And then a couple a couple years later, I was at my friend's house. And it was pitch black. We were walking downstairs to the basement. And all of a sudden, I see this, this glow, this big, I wouldn't say orb. It was just like a big light. It was like a blue light, like eight feet tall, just standing in front of me. It was like a light being. And I'm like, what the hell was that? We didn't even have time to think. We got so scared. We ran down the stairs. My best friend saw it too. So it was just like a huge blue light. I have no idea what it was. I don't know. You know, angels. I feel like it was some type of, um, you know, extraterrestrial. I don't know. But I had that. And then after that happened, I started getting dreams of possibly being abducted. (laughs) When I tell my husband this, he's like, you're a freaking idiot. Like that didn't happen. It's just a dream. Like he's very skeptical. Mm. Um, so my dream was I was somewhere in this like metal room, like everything was like dark silver. And I just remember being being, you know, laid down on something and then three like five foot grays just like staring at me. Wow. So I'm just laying there and then all of a sudden they touched my back, like the the back of my neck. And then I go through this, like, portal, and then I woke up. So it was like a dream. I woke up like this, (gasps) like, startled. And I'm like, what the f*** was that? And then I'm touching my back, and I have this hole in the back of my neck.
1: Wow. You're kidding. And
0: I never know where it came from. I always, like, you know, written it off. Like, oh, you know, like, I had, like, a bump back here. I kept picking at it. No, it's, like, a legit hole. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And how long ago? Was it is exact,
0: the hole is exactly where in my dream they touched my neck and I flew back into my body. It's so weird to say, and it, it does sound crazy, but like, that's, that's my experience.
1: Holy cow. Wow. That's, that's a lot more than, than honestly, I thought, I, honestly, Snooky, I thought you were good with Nicole. I thought you were going to say, um, you know, I saw something in the sky and that's what most people say. And that's fine because yeah, it's serious enough as it is, but you've had, My gosh, you've had an abduction experience.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely, I know what dreams are and I know what feels real and that feels real. So ever since then, um, I'm terrified of looking out my window at night. So like everything has to be covered. Like my blinds come down at night. Like it has to be, all the windows have to be covered because I feel like they're looking at me through the window. So I'm It's it's a scary feeling.
1: Yeah, I, I can I can imagine. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. So I'm taking all this in, right? And I want to go back real quick to the first experience you had. You said you were, what, 13, 14 years old? So that first experience was when you were a teenager?
0: Um, the first one was like 10, 10, okay. 11. That was, that was the pool where I saw the light, yeah.
1: And then after that, you were what, a teenager. That's That was in the house. Was that your house in the basement?
0: No, it was my friend's house. A
1: friend's house, okay. Which is
0: haunted, by the way. Ah. So her house, yeah. But I, I didn't feel like that was a spirit. What, um, what do you that was? What? What are the uh, the blonde? Oh, um,
1: like uh, the Nordics type. yeah
0: yes. I feel like it was like one of those.
1: Interesting. Now, has because friend- I
0: didn't feel like it was gonna hurt me. But right. we were just so startled because it was pitch black and it was just a blue freaking eight foot light. And I'm just like, I'm out. Like we ran down the stairs.
1: So just a light or could did you make out like any type of, you know, figure like a body figure?
0: I didn't look long enough. I was terrified.
1: Right. I can. I don't blame you. I would have done the same thing. Honestly, but it
0: wasn't just like a light. It looked like there was something in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's. Very interesting. So what about your friend? I mean, has your has your friend where it was in their house? Have they had other experiences besides that, that that, that they've told you? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. She, she always, she's like me. She feels things. She sees things. And one day we were both uh, in her room. It was like 13. We were both in her room. We were laying on her bed. And then I tried to get up from her bed and I felt a force pushing my chest down. Wow. I was like, Steph, I can't get up right now. She goes, I know that happens all the time to me. I'm like, well, who's pushing me down right now? Like I couldn't, do you know those rides back in the day? Um, you know, the circle rides, it, like the spaceship ride and it yeah, would go so yeah. fast and you try and lift your neck up, but you can't cause you're going so fast.
1: Like the G forces are holding you down.
0: Yeah. That's how it felt trying to get out of her bed. Wow.
1: This is fat. Well, I, unbelievable. This is really.
0: Yeah. I have a ton of experiences and when I talk about it, everyone's like, Oh, that's in your head. I'm like, no, it's not. Something's happening.
1: You see, and and that's where the stigma comes in, right? Because people don't want to believe something Uh that. I feel like,
0: yeah, I feel like people need, people need proof. They need to see it with their own eyes. And that's, that's why I feel like you got hate on on Twitter because you were trying to explain, you know, what's happening, what's going to come out, but everybody just wants proof right away and they don't have patience, but like it can't happen because, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, standards to being a whistleblower
1: very yes exactly and unfortunately like you said it's um it's it's hard for people to grasp that or maybe they just don't want to grasp it and i i understand the impatience i understand the you know the desire the excitement to get everything out and and people are starving for that so i get where they're coming from but yeah sometimes like sometimes it's a little much like you said but i guess that's just how it goes um going going back so for your dream we'll call it right. Cause that's, that's how you described it. Possible uh-huh. experience. Is that the only time you've had that?
0: Yeah, that was the only dream. And I feel like I had it a couple times, but it was like the same thing. There's a new movie on Hulu. Well, it's not recently new, but it's, it's one of the newer ones that came out in the summer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I forget what it's called though, but I watched it. And it's about this girl. She lives in town. She accidentally killed her best friend. You know, they had like a fight. Um, So she was like an outcast. Everybody hated her in town. And then there was an alien invasion. Uh, The the greys were taking over the human bodies. Did you see it?
1: I didn't actually, but it sounds really good.
0: (laughs) I don't, I don't remember the name, but I watched it. And at the end they take her and, you know, they're examining her doing all these things. And then they touched her and she went through a portal and went back into her body, Hmm. like went back to earth. And that's exactly what happened in my dream. And I never watched this movie before. It's, you know, I had this dream when I was, what, 13? Yeah. I had the dream 13, 14. That's so amazing. I was like, holy, like that scared me. The fact that I saw that and that was exactly my dream. I was like, holy.
1: So you had the abduction dream experience around the same age that you saw this, this blue orb?
0: Yes. I think I saw the blue orb first and then I had the dream.
1: Very interesting. and And
0: then I have a hole in my back. <laughs>
1: Right. So that's what I was going to ask you. So you you wake up, you feel this hole where you, you know, felt it in the, in the dream, so to speak, and you touch the back of your neck and there it is. Do you still is it still there? Is it a scar?
0: Did it go away? No. At this point, I think it's just a scar, but it's a hole. And every every time I'm wearing like a tank top or something and my hair is up, all my friends are like, you have a hole in your back. I'm like, I know <laughs> like I know it's there and they're just looking at it.
1: I wonder, have you ever gotten um maybe this is maybe this is too personal, but I, I have you ever gotten like scanned or anything x-ray in that area? I mean just, No.
0: Mm-mm. Cause because- I think that would terrify me. But what I did want to do was I wanted to go under hypnosis. Right. But that but like I just want to see like, is this real what I experienced? Is there more to it? Is there a reason why? Because I'm so intuitive. Um yeah, I just have like many, a lot of, a lot of questions. And I feel like, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I was adopted from Chile and Chile is known for their sightings and known Mm. for stuff happening. Um, so I don't know, maybe it's in my blood.
1: (laughs) No, that's really interesting because I guess, I mean, I, I, guess I should say, as you know, because you, you listen to the show, which I appreciate. Um, I've spoken a lot about, about Chile and, yeah, history there I mean it goes back thousands of years quite possibly um so that that is interesting I guess you never know but that's wild though I, I have you have you told that story before for you know the, the dream the abduction have you told that to anybody else besides your family?
0: Oh no yeah I only told my family um, and I recently just told my roommates from the show because I don't know if you watch the show but last season um, my my um, my castmate Paulie he mm-hmm. loves to do like pranks on us. And I was, like, three bottles in, so I wasn't even, like, coherent. Right. But he he did a prank that was an alien invasion. And, like, even if I was, you know, sober, I would think that's real because I believe in them. Everyone else was, like, laughing or whatever. But I started freaking out because we were all the way in Pennsylvania. I live in Jersey. So I was freaking out that, you know, there was an alien invasion. I wasn't with my kids. So it was, right. like, a whole yeah. thing. And I was, like, I really thought that was real. Like, he traumatized me for, like, a good two months.
1: Oh, Paulie, what are you doing, man?
0: <laughs> I know. So that was crazy.
1: I, I am curious, actually. I wanted to ask you that. Um just just in your circle, whether it's, you know, Mike, the situation, better known as, you know, Paulie or anybody from the show, mm-hmm. when you tell them about that stuff, are they understanding or are they looking at you like, what are you talking about?
0: No, I feel like they definitely have an open mind. I would say Mike is definitely a conspiracy theorist. He thinks the earth is flat. He, like, thinks all this stuff. And um, me and Mike send each other TikToks back and forth about, like, aliens and stuff. Like, we were just talking about the the Miami aliens. Um, yeah. At all. <laughs> we were just talking about that. And, like, how you see, like, a figure walking um, where the cops are. And, and Mike is definitely into it. Dina – I feel like is definitely open to it too. Um, So yeah, I feel like they're more open to it than, um, you know, some of my close friends.
1: Yeah. you know, I'm wondering just which, which is interesting. And I'm I'm glad to hear, you know, you have some support around you, which is good because, you know, you don't have to feel like you're kind of keeping it all to yourself. I mean, just, you know, if you go around, like you're at a, you're at a party or something like that. Is, is this a thing when it comes to, I don't excuse the term celebrity. I don't know if that makes you uncomfortable um, when it comes to like, you know, celebrity circles, is this a thing that's talked about or is it just kind of like, you know, maybe you know about it, maybe you believe in, maybe you don't, but no one really wants to talk about it.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I literally don't consider myself a celebrity. I just feel like I'm just like, you know, a hot mess on TV and that's it. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, because I'm not really, like, hanging around with, like, those type of people. I like to keep my, my life very normal. You know, I, I have three kids. Um, I, I like going to Trader Joe's, getting my groceries. I don't have a nanny. I don't have a cook. I like to keep my keep my life the way, um, you know, it was when I grew up. So I'm I'm not, like, into that, like, celebrity life. So I wouldn't know, but... Um, I mean, I'm sure they talk about it. I mean, you have freaking uh what's his name? Tom from Blink One Eighty Two.
1: Yeah, that's right, Tom DeLong. Yeah, he's
0: like he's like making the way and paving the way. He's been for years. So I mean, I'm I'm sure it's definitely a topic.
1: There was actually a story, and by the way, I want to say I I admire you for that. Um, you know, just the normal life and everything like that. I think that's great. Um, there's a story, I wanna say I believe it was Jeff Bridges, who told the story one night I I, forgive me. I forget which show it was. It was a late night show. I don't know if it was Kimmel or Fallon or one of those. Um, And he told the story actually going back to the Phoenix lights in 1997. And he was a pilot and he actually revealed on that show that he's the one basically who called in that sighting and was, was like the first call he was up in the air. He was flying his uh, private Cessna that night and called in. He's like, Hey, there's these strange lights flying right now. So yeah, wouldn't it surprise me that oh, yeah. you're probably in those circles.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy because you know just watching all these documentaries and everything, just like back in the day, like you hear you know the fire uh, or the jet pilots, you know, um, in the air seeing all these UFOs, the UAPs, and uh, down um, down on the ground, they're like, do you want to report it? And they're like, no, mm-hmm. like nobody wants to report it because of that stigma, or you know, they don't want to get in trouble, or it's just crazy.
1: Absolutely. Actually, I'll I'll tell you something. Well, I guess everyone's gonna hear it for the first time. I haven't um announced this at all on UAP. I, I've had conversations with uh my I guess I can say my my uh, military contact who I've had on the show before. He went under a, mm. a fake name. Um and we've had, you know, we have conversations outside of the show where he told me his he has friends, you know, from the military and everything who are really experienced pilots, I guess is the best way I can put it without giving too much of the information that, that he's giving me in private conversation. Very experienced pilots um, who work in the private sector now. And they have told him, hey, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that. And one of the things that they and but they're not willing to come out to talk about it. Just asked him, he's like, hey, let me get you on with, with Stephen Diener. You can talk to him on UAP. He actually said that to him. And the guy was like, hell no, because he's he's afraid like a lot of pilots are. And that's why I have a lot of admiration for guys like Ryan Graves or anybody who comes out, you know, David Grush, all these people who come out at risk of their own careers, their own families, you know, retirement funds, things like that, pensions, because they they have a huge risk, like they're putting a lot on the line. So I I understand the fear of not wanting to talk about that stuff. It's but it's a shame that it has to be that way, you know.
0: So how do you feel about, because obviously when these people come out, you know, they feel like they're being followed in the black SUVs and all of that. Mm -hmm. What do you think about like the real men in black? Because I went down the the TikTok rabbit hole of, you know, people calling things in or there's an experience somewhere. And then you see these nine foot freaking guys that don't even look like real humans walking in, like investigating and looking around. It's freaking bizarre.
1: It is. Um, it definitely is absolutely. and i I guess that's probably the best way I can put it is it's it's just really bizarre. Like I honestly don't know what to make of it. I think there is absolutely a um a version of the men in black, you know, maybe not like you know, necessarily Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones type thing, but right. just in a version of trained military personnel who are, you know, their their their, their specialty, kind of like special forces, their specialty mm-hmm. is to clean up these sites, cover things up. Um, and that just comes from, you know, so many different stories that we've covered here on the show, going back to Roswell, even, you know, uh-huh. into the thirties where, you know, the, the the crash in Italy that the Vatican was involved with that David Grush just talked about. It's just, I believe there was an evolution over time, going back to, you know, president Eisenhower and Truman and things like that, where, yeah all these crashes or landings, whatever you want to call it, started happening and they developed a system that you know, I guess we call the men in black today, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And like, what, what is like the real reason of why we can't be honest about it? Like, are are people not ready? Does it, does it um, ruin religion for people? Because I'm very Catholic. I grew up Catholic. I was an altar girl you know i told you i'm very intuitive i feel mm-hmm. spirits i feel heaven um and i still believe in aliens i feel like they're all together
1: no i am with you actually we're we're on the same page there because i have you know grew up catholic as well and and i still practice and everything you know go to church with my kids and things like that and i've been open about that on the show so i don't mind you know sharing it to each to each their own right so you know mm-hmm. you, you do you and i do me um I do think there's got to be some type of connection there. And that's why I I find that connection or possible connection so fascinating as to where does, I guess, God come into play when it comes to life on other planets. And I've always believed if God is infinite love, then why would, you know, an all-powerful being with infinite love spend that on one race on one planet when we have, you know, all of these billions of galaxies and everything? So. That's that's always kind of just that idea, I guess, for mm-hmm. me, has, has been the clincher. And I don't know why that's something that, that they decide to keep under wraps. You know, how much is the Vatican involved? Do they think it's just too complicated? Do they yeah. think it's a complicate dogma? You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and then also, honestly, I, I think it just comes down to uh, money and power. I, I think it just comes down to we have this technology and we don't want anybody else to have it. You know, whether that's these black sites that are possibly out there or just our own government saying, hey, we have an advantage over China and Russia and any other adversary, and we we don't want them to get what we have. And I I think there's, you know, some of that, too, So maybe a little bit of everything, really.
0: Well, I did. I was listening to another podcast. I was cheating on you. Uh, (laughs) I was listening to another podcast, uh, how, you know, the guy who was interviewing this person um, was talking about the Vatican and how like one of the bishops or the priests, they got asked about UFOs. Like, what do you think about it? And instead of just denying the fact, he he basically said, well, if God made Earth, why can't he make other planets with life? Right. So he wasn't saying, no, I don't believe in it. He was basically just confirming like, you know, I it, it could happen. It's if God can make Earth, why can't He make other planets with life when we're all together?
1: Right, exactly, and I think this is something I was going to talk about um, coming up, and you know, maybe on, on a future episode pretty soon. But there's talk of the James Webb Telescope that it may have already found signs of life on other planets, and they just oh, that's happen. exciting. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. And they're they mm. waiting for the right moment to bring that up. So I, I really do think there's a lot um, to come, and I'm really excited for this yeah. because you know David Grush. I think we're going to hear more statements from him. We're going to hear from new whistleblowers. I, uh, mm-hmm. can I put out a, a tweet yesterday that, uh, where, you know, you, you asked me earlier, have I gotten any new haters? And the answer is yes, because of yeah. <laughs> a tweet I put out yesterday. Um, I was told about a new whistleblower who is ready to come out, but they're going through the final stages of so protection and things like that. And I just wanted to put the information out there. Like i am excited. So I'm like, well, I want to tell everybody that this is going to happen. And of course, when well, when you know you're not giving us enough information. I'm oh, like, I hey,
0: know. Like what day, what time? I need proof. <laughs> I need pictures. Exactly. Oh, people are so annoying.
1: <laughs> and I, it's uh, that's just the way it goes, I suppose. I wanted to mention one more thing too, and I want to get your your reaction on this. Now, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the different theories and videos when it comes to the Malaysian Air Flight 370 um, ten years ago, actually. Now, when that flight mm-hmm. disappeared. Now, one of the things from that, that's, you know, one, I guess one of the new theories. Have you seen those videos that came out from uh, Ashton Forbes? I've actually had him on the show here uh, where he talked about the three orbs. That video came out with the three orbs circling the plane. Did you come across that?
0: Of course, I've seen it. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Silly me. Of course. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, I only watched <laughs> it 50 times.
1: <laughs> and it's fascinating, right? Whatever you want to make of it is up to you, obviously, but it's fascinating mm-hmm. And what I found very intriguing, going back to the information I was given from my military contact, when he said, you know, he knows these pilots who are seeing things in the private sector that they're not willing to go on record about. One of the things that he saw, believe it or not, was when he was flying this plane for the company that he works for. Three orbs started circling the plane. And I was like, "Dude, holy cow!" Like he told you this. He's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, mm-hmm. "What does that remind you of?" And I said, "That's MH three seventy. That's exactly like the video that came out." He's like, "Exactly." And he's like, "This guy isn't bsing me. Like he's telling me this story, and he's not willing to tell you know talk to anybody else about this." And again, this is the first time I'm talking about it. No one else has heard this. So yeah, um, that's 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 new information. So to hear that someone else, another pilot, a very again stressing this highly trained is the best way i can put it extremely highly trained top pilot who right. now the not squad. not
0: not like a random crazy person
1: exactly uh-huh. and this guy is talking about seeing what we saw in the MH370 video happening to him now his plane didn't you know teleport like, mm-hmm. like supposedly seeing that video um but to hear that he's having a similar sighting where three orbs are circling the plane that that shocked me quite honestly
0: see i want to know like i've seen it i watched it i definitely believe it's real but my curiosity is like where did they go obviously i don't think they they hurt them but like did they bring them to another timeline uh Mm. for a reason to like um you know save earth or something because i do think the main reason why they're here is to help us to save us because you always see UFOs, you always see them flying around um, power plants. Hmm. They, they said at Chern- Chernobyl when it was like crazy levels, people saw things in the sky, and then the levels went down like a thousand, two thousand. So I feel like they're trying to help, but it's like, where did that plane go?
1: And I think no, that's that's the right question to ask. I think is where and why, right? I mean, if if it's being teleported somewhere, let's just say hypothetically speaking, okay. If MH370 was being teleported somewhere, the question is, where would it go? Would it be, you know, a secret installation like uh, Diego Garcia, which is out in the Indian Ocean? It's a U.S. military installation. For anybody who doesn't know about it, it is it is a real place. That's not like, you know, conspiracy stuff. You can look oh. it up on the map. Um, and there's a history to it. It's extremely secret. And then if they go there, which is kind of the theories behind it, then why? Who's on the plane? So I guess my... The question I keep coming back to, Nicole, is why would the U.S. government send out top secret, above top secret military technology, advanced technology that's been reverse engineered to save a plane, a passenger plane that is on fire? What is so important about that plane or who is on it? that would make them do that? Because I don't think they would just do it out of the kindness of their heart. You know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There's, there had to have been something. If that really happened, there had to have been something or someone on that plane that made it important enough to them as an asset to bring it somewhere. And that's what I keep coming back to. And that's, I don't know. They
0: were just testing the technology.
1: That could be right. I mean, a a real world scenario, right? I mean, there are Mm -hmm. military, um, you know, practices, training stuff where they do, you know, real, real world training and things like that. So it's possible, right. But it's also risky. So I don't know, <laughs> but I, I keep thinking about that and I don't have an answer to it.
0: I know that's, that's the one that's very confusing to me because I'm like, so sure about everything else, but that just doesn't make sense to me. And I know the government is like doing reverse engineering on everything. They've been for years. Um, And I feel like that's what some people are seeing in the skies and stuff like that. And there are rumors that, you know, there's going to be a hologram fake alien invasion and the government's going to be behind it. I don't know how I feel about that, but if there is an alien invasion, I'm going to think twice.
1: I know. Right. It's like, you never know these days.
0: Yeah. It's like, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah. Project blue beam. That is, um, it's, it's, it's a theory that's out there. I'm with, you know, you know, full disclosure, I guess I could say, uh-huh. I'm not exactly sure how to feel about that one either. Um, but I know that's that's been a popular theory. You never know. I mean, right. It's who who knows in, in the end what's they're capable of or what they're willing to do. I want to get a couple more things in here with you before before I let you go today, Nicole, because I know you got to get to a couple things. And what do you make? You, you mentioned it earlier, and I do plan on doing like a full episode on this because it's there are so many angles to this. What's happening in Miami? Now, as you probably know because I said it on the show, I'm in South Florida and yes. Miami is, you know, probably about an hour south of me. Um, so it's near and dear to my heart. I'm a fan of all the sports teams in Miami, things like that. I'm born and raised down here in South Florida. So when to hear about possible eight to ten foot aliens in Miami, similar to the sighting in Vegas. So b- before I ask you the question, for anybody who hasn't heard the story, it's um been reported i guess a few days ago or within the past week and there's video this this did happen there are hundreds of miami-dade police cars along with federal officers on the ground and in the air in black helicopters that's not conspiracy that's not conjecture that's fact uh, from multiple multiple witnesses and from video and they descended upon this mall in miami and everyone's wondering why you barely hear anything about it, not only on national news, but on local news here in Florida and South Florida. I haven't heard a thing about it on, on local news. You would think there would be covered a police presence like that and federal police and things like that. Mm-hmm. No one talks about it. And the official, um, I guess, excuse report, whatever you want to say that they gave was that there was a fight between teenagers that involved setting out fireworks.
0: Yeah, and a bat, <laughs> and,
1: and I'm like, really, guys? that's what we're going with. That's that's why you deployed hundreds of police cars and federal agents on land and in air. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm buying that. And so, and now there's. But on top of that, as you know, now there's reports of aliens that people saw these shadowy, like solid shadow figures. Is how they were described. Tall, eight to 10 feet tall, similar to Las Vegas in mm-hmm. that sight last year, last summer. And possibly there were people shooting at these things. It's, it's unbelievable what's coming out of there. I wanted to get your take on what you thought about this. Well, this, this newest case, I guess you could say.
0: Well, everybody's making a joke about it. Cause they're like, you know, the aliens, they can travel wherever they want. They have all this speed. They can go anywhere in the universe. But they came to Miami to go shopping at a mall. I was like, why Why were they in the mall? Supposedly they were walking in the mall. That's where, you know, the security was, like, terrified. They were shooting at them. Um, and then you see all the videos of the police there. You see the helicopters in the sky. Definitely wasn't because of kids. I think people definitely saw things. Hopefully people will, will come out that are, you know, witnesses and say stuff. If they didn't already get, uh, you know, hounded by the men in black, let's say. Um, right, right. but if you do see the videos there's some slow-mo videos and you know they're, they're showing the mall outside they're showing like the millions of police cars that are there and the one video you see a tall figure just like standing there and then walking slow and that that to me looks like an alien
1: it is weird i know exactly the video you're talking about and um if anybody hasn't seen it i'll be sure to retweet it on the, the uap twitter at uapodcast 850 Um I'm sure you probably put it out there yourself as well. Um, it's weird. It, it's it's strange. There's a lot of questions behind it. I think the biggest thing for me is why hasn't it been talked about again? Living down here in South Florida, this has not been reported on local news. A police presence like that with federal agents mm-hmm. normally would make you know the eleven o'clock oh, yeah. newscast.
0: Well, I can tell you right now, we are not in charge of the news. Mm. Like they have an agenda. They know exactly what they're putting out there. I don't watch the news because of that. Like they, yeah. they're all trying, I feel like the government and I don't want to like go crazy with this, but <laughs> I just think the government <laughs> is not for us. I just, I, I don't know. I have a bad feeling.
1: Well, listen, you're not, you're not the first person to feel that way. And I don't blame you for feeling that way. Yeah.
0: I just, I don't trust anything. So I don't watch mm-hmm. the news. I think they're, it's just all like to corrupt us or like brainwash us to like think of something else instead of what's really happening. But, I mean, at this point in the new year, I mean that already happens, and it's you know it's just it just turned twenty twenty four so I feel like this year is gonna be crazy with with sightings and you know learning more about all this. and you know, even with my experience, i wanna i I was just in Arizona and I wanted to go into the uh into the mount into the mountains and do um the what is it the c e five meditation oh, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: I wanted to do that. But I didn't have time. But like, that's the things that I'm going to be doing in 2024 to prepare and get ready because I think something's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I've heard that it's a, it's a pretty interesting experience. I've never done one myself, but I hear it's it's pretty interesting to to say the least from some people who have gone. Um, so we do it we,
0: together. We, can, we could we can have an experience. We can see them.
1: That would be something. We <laughs> boy, I'll tell you, get some pictures or video that way. But you, you, you let me know where we're going. I'll, I'll see what my schedule is like.
0: No, I heard it's crazy, and I saw like the documentaries about it. Um, yeah. And just, just like doing it uh, on the mountains, and then opening your eyes and seeing things. It's, I, I really think it's like a communication and how we can communicate with them.
1: Well, based off of your stories, honestly, Nicole, it sounds like.
0: I think they're waiting you know, for me. <laughs> I, mean, I was, I was going
1: to say. I mean, it sounds <laughs> like you're, you're kind of already there. Um, I'm still trying to get over before I let you go here today. I'm still trying to get over your, your abduction story. That blew my mind. I was not expecting you to say that. And I keep going back to this hole that you discovered in the back of your neck. I know,
0: I don't know what it is.
1: (laughs) I'm really curious. I brought up the scans, by the way, again, not to get like personal to medical history or anything, but I, I asked that because there was, um, I forget his name. There was a doctor he was actually a podiatrist and he started to get into, um, abduction cases and found that these people who were claiming to be abducted actually had little implants in between their fingers. Um, sometimes in between the thumb and the index finger, or it would be behind the ankle, like these different places or, you know, in the wrist, things like that. So, when yeah. you talk about that, when you said you had this hole, I couldn't help but to think of cases like that where it's like, shoot, like, are you chipped? Like, are they? Are they are no, they, I know. It's, I don't know. And, I, and then
0: I watch all these other documentaries of, like, abductions and encounters and how these women got their eggs taken. I'm like, did they take my eggs and I have an alien baby up there? I like, know. there's so many questions.
1: I know. I, I've heard stories like that, too. Like, and, I
0: think I have a hybrid somewhere.
1: You might. <laughs> you never know. And that yeah. well, I think I think you hit the nail on the head when you said there's so many questions. And that's what really is is kind of like the, the the crux of show, the show of of UAP and why I started it and why I continue to do it because there's just so many damn questions. And mm-hmm. I find each question to be as equally as fascinating as the next, because I feel like one question leads to another question, which might lead to a solution, but then that solution leads to more questions. So I think there's just a lot of, a lot for us to learn. And um, I kind of yeah. have a feeling we're going to learn more this year.
0: Yeah. And um, I would love to hear on your show. Cause I know you, you know, you have a lot of like professionals on friends of whistleblowers, all that stuff, which is amazing. I love that. But also yeah. I love personally, I love to hear just like regular people's encounters, like, like yes. what they've been through, what they think it is, because I feel like it helps other people who are like you know, nervous to come out about like what they felt and they don't know if it's real. I just feel like it 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 opens people up to talk about it more, especially if they experience something.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And actually I'm glad you you brought that up because um that is something that's kinda like a personal goal I set for myself in twenty twenty four. I want to do that actually. Yeah um, because I've gotten several messages from Oh sure you
0: get a ton of emails.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, here and there, but when they when some of the messages I get are from people who are telling me experiences like you told me here today. Mm -hmm. And I've wanted really to do that. I wanted to kind of create a special series where, you know, I I give them that platform and say, hey, let's talk about this and tell these stories um, because I think it's important. So I feel like I think you were the first one, actually, Nicole, in this series of, uh, you know, experiences and, and, and abduction stories. I think you kind of kicked it off here for 2024.
0: Oh, there you go. And see, I feel like, I feel like uh, we also like a lot of people can't see them. You can't see them in the sky. You can't feel them or communicate because I just feel like we're so closed off as a species. Mm -hmm. Like we just, we always need proof and you know, we don't believe in anything, but I mean, if you believe in God and angels and heaven, why can't you believe in something like this? So if you want to experience something, you want to feel it, start meditating. Because once you meditate that opens like the other realm for you to be able to see them and feel them and I feel like when I meditate more, I feel them more outside my house.
1: <laughs> no, that's interesting. Like, I and literally really,
0: feel them in my backyard
1: which and no it's it's interesting because a lot of people like you said I think are closed off um, to having those experiences and those feelings and those that that intuition
0: yeah and know, that's literally how they are. They're, they're just so evolved like that. Um, because you hear of stories of people, you know, seeing these beings, but they're not talking out of their mouth. They're communicating through um, telepathy. Right. Like they're so evolved in that way that I feel like if we eventually get there, um, we're going to be able to see them and communicate.
1: I want. Uh, let me ask you that real quick. Actually, did you? And forgive me if you said this. I may, maybe I f- I forgot because of my mind was so blown. Did you have communication during your dream? We'll call it. Do you remember any type of communication where they were um, telling
0: you something? No, I felt like I wasn't scared and they were just looking down at me. Um, there were three with their with their big eyes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it wasn't, there was nothing like that. I feel like in the pool, when I saw the light in the sky, we both acknowledged each other. And that's why it stood there for like mm-hmm. a good five minutes, like bouncing around. It it felt, it felt like a playful interaction, but there was no like actual, you know, conversation being had.
1: It's really interesting. It was just
0: just like a feeling. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe like kind of testing the waters with you. Like, you know, let's see how she responds.
0: And then I responded nice and they put a hole in my back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thunk it? It really (laughs) is. It's wild. Did they, did they all look the same? The three grays that, that yes.
0: yeah they all look the same and now that I do more research and like looking at every every possible every possible scenario supposedly they're just like robots like they're not actually real beings
1: and that's and that's why I bring that up because with every abduction case that you hear about you always hear what you're talking about right and whether it be small yeah. grays or tall grays but they always have the same face. So unless every alien is an identical twin or a triplet or something, they would either have to be clones or some type of android or something that yeah,
0: supposedly the ones that do abduct and they make contact. I mean, from what I see on like the documentaries and stuff, they're all clones of the same being. And they're <laughs> they, they're not actually like real real.
1: Well, like we said, there's so many questions, and um, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, ha- I'm not an
0: expert. I'm just that's how no, I feel.
1: <laughs> no, and I think that's great because I, I'm I'm really happy that you were able to find time to do this today, and I, I'd love to have you back on, um, you know, to talk about this stuff and maybe more developments as you know you go through your own experiences and s- explore more for yourself when it comes to all this.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I'm listening every single week. So excited to hear what's going on and what's happening, and. I don't know, just really I have a good feeling about this year that that you know stuff's going to happen we're we're going to learn more, people are going to believe more, be more open um and I feel like we need it because it's it's not great
1: yeah well there's there's that too
0: yeah it's not great
1: i, I i'm I'm with you there. I think not great is a is, is a good way to mm-hmm. put it as far as the, you know the polls on things, but Nicole Polizzi, thank you uh Snooky, as you know her um for coming on here today and and spending time with me on, on UAP. It's it's really been a pleasure. I think it's, it's awesome. I'm, you know, really happy that you feel comfortable enough again to uh, talk about all this with me here on the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a fan of the show. It really means a lot. And, you know, again, for, for kind of giving me the privilege to have you, um, you know, kind of put this message out there to the public for the first time these, these stories you've never put out there before. So thank you.
0: Again, there's so many more topics and things that I could talk about, but maybe we'll do a part two soon.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely stay in touch, and we'll get it going again here on UAP for sure.
0: Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Absolutely. Thank you again, Nicole. And yeah, we'll we'll talk again soon. Oh, uh, real quick, where can everybody find you on social media?
0: Um, just at Snooky. I'll be there. You know, sharing my kids and talking about aliens.
1: <laughs> you have your your shop too, right?
0: Yes, I have the Snooky shop. So. If any any of you listeners need cute um, you know outfits or accessories, come shop with me. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> and oh, and the podcast. I don't want to forget you have your own podcast.
0: Oh yeah, I have two podcasts. So um, I don't know. If you need a nice laugh to get away from the crazy world, um, I have my it's happening podcast with my gay best friend Joey. He's he's a freaking, he's just a delight. Like when I'm stressed and I hang out with him, it's just like no worries. That's awesome. Um, so our podcast is basically just us drinking wine and just like having a conversation on the phone. You're just listening. Um, so, so it's a hot mess. And then I have another podcast with Gina for my show mm-hmm. called the meatball pod. Um, so that's more of us like talking about mommy stuff. Um, but it's still, it's still a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and we talk about a lot of conspiracies. So that's great.
1: Fantastic. Well, Hey, look, if you, if you ever want to have me on with you, I'm happy to do that as well. So I don't, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I
0: would <laughs> love, I would love to bring you on with Joey. Because he's scared of all this stuff. It would be so funny.
1: <laughs> Outstanding. Well, you just let me know. I'm happy to do it for sure. Love it. Yes. Well, thank you again, Nicole. Also known as Snooky for joining us here on the UAP podcast. And we'll we'll talk again
0: soon. Yes, thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. And there you have it. Thank you again to Nicole Blizzy, aka Snooky for joining the show. That was a lot of fun. It was great to have her on. And it blew my mind. I mean, you you heard me say there. Um, during the interview, her abduction story, her own sightings that she had, you know, growing up and everything that was really fascinating stuff. I mean I I don't I, it's it's incredible. I mean some of the stories she told, I've had people tell me off the show with emails or direct messages and things like that. So to hear her describe similar things as other people have told me in confidence, I mean you know the stories I've heard that again have not been on the show um was was truly fascinating. So just an awesome discussion. Really appreciate her coming on again. And um you know, putting that out there. No one no one had ever heard that before. Now now you know that apparently uh, Snooki herself has experienced possibly it sounds like a uh, an alien abduction of some sort. I mean to wake up with the hole and back and you know that's just an incredible story and I uh, but you know, I look forward to talking to her again. I think it'd be a lot of fun to get together again here on the show with Snooki. (laughs) Amazing, really good stuff. And I was happy to give details on some of the stories I haven't been able to tell. So there was a lot of of exclusives there today. So really good stuff, and I I hope you enjoyed it. But that'll do it for today on this new edition, this first episode of 2024 for UAP. A lot more to come. Um, I do plan on, you heard us talking a little bit about the Miami situation. You know, still a lot of unknown there, a lot of different Theories and reports. I'm going to try to compile that all together and hopefully have a um, an episode out later this week. As so, I was just trying to let more details unfold. I mean, there was so much, so many layers of that story and so many different reports. So, trying to let some of those things unfold. So, hopefully, later in the week, I'll have a full episode out where I cover kind of compile all the reports and everything to uh, really thoroughly cover the uh, Miami mall situation with the, you know, possible alien sighting, maybe, maybe not, you know, with false alarm. We don't know. It's just a lot of different talks surrounding that. So look forward to doing that for you soon. Of course, continue to follow the show. Like I always say, uh, that hasn't changed in the new year. You can find me on Twitter, um, and any social media actually at UAPodcast850, whether it's YouTube, TikTok, um, you know, all that good stuff but it's most active on Twitter, and I'm going to try to get more active. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to try to get more active on the other social media outlets and try to put out more videos on YouTube and everything. So definitely look for that, at UAPodcast850. And, of course, you can email me directly, uap at gmail.com. That's s-d-i-e-n-e-r-u-a-p at gmail.com. Any questions or stories or anything that you want to relate to me, I know I have emails, and I just want to say this real quick. I have emails in there from from different uh, people, and if you're listening, I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to get to these, and I promise I will. If you haven't sent me a message before and you want to, I try to get to them as quickly as possible. If I don't write you back for a few weeks, it's not because I'm ignoring you. I will write you back eventually, I promise, um, but it's, it's, just it's hard. So I will, but I will, I promise I'm going to get back to all the messages. If you take time to write to me, I'm going to take time to write back to you. So a lot more to come here on UAP in the future. Looking forward to a, what I think is going to be a big year in this 2024. But until next time, Stephen Diener here on UAP, the Unidentified Alien podcast, weekly edition. I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.